Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hi friends, welcome back to the next 23. This week, my daughter and I went on a vacation all the way across the country to Portland, Oregon to visit my brother and try our hand at some snowboarding. Neither one of us have ever done that before. It's something she has wanted to try for a very long time. So we said, what the hell? Let's go try it. Before we left for our trip, she and I decided that no matter what happened, we were going to make this an adventure, an incredible adventure. And that is what I've been thinking about ever since we got back. It's this notion of perspective. And I'm going to tell you why I think perspective is one of the top five most important things you can have in your life. I'm not going to talk about the other four because honestly, I haven't really figured out all of what those are, but I'm just randomly saying top five because I think it's way up there. So when we set out on our trip, we got to the airport in Atlanta and our flight was delayed by one hour. Well, that set off a whole chain of events that basically took us through the next 24 hours and then for the rest of the trip. So we were supposed to have a layover in Dallas because our flight was delayed by an hour. We missed our connecting flight in Dallas. And because of crazy weather in Florida, we could not get another flight out of Dallas until the next morning. So that meant that we had to spend the night in Dallas. Then the next morning, instead of flying from Dallas directly to Portland, we had another layover in Phoenix and then to Portland. And then we were going to arrive the next day in the afternoon to Portland. So that was the first thing that happened. Second thing was the next day, which was Monday, which was supposed to be sort of our first day at Mount Hood at the resort snowboarding, a big snowstorm rolled in. And so we had been at the resort for an hour, had strapped on our snowboards, and my brother was giving us some lessons on how to stand up and (laughs) fall properly on a snowboard. And then the resort closed because of high winds and bad conditions. So we had to go back to the cabin. Then later that day, my brother wasn't feeling well, so he had to go back to Portland for the next couple days. So my daughter and I stayed at the cabin, just the two of us. And then the following day, we were snowboarding. Weather was perfect. She and I were snowboarding, figuring it out ourselves. I cracked a rib, called it a day, and we went back to the cabin. Wednesday, we left the resort to drive back to Portland to get on a plane from Portland to Dallas, from Dallas to Atlanta. When we landed in Atlanta, or when we got to Atlanta, there was a bad thunderstorm, hailstorm here in Atlanta. Our plane had to circle for an hour or so and sit on the tarmac, and we were delayed. So we didn't get home until 
3.30 a.m. Thursday morning. When we arrived at home, we were so happy to be here, got out of the car, went to walk into the house, and all the doors were locked. And inexplicably, we were locked out of the house. So (laughs) those were the big milestones, I guess you can call them, of our vacation. And the interesting thing about each and every one of those situations that happened was perspective, right? Because as I'm telling you all those things that happened, it can you can be thinking two different things. One, a lot of people would think, oh my God, that is the trip from hell. That was doomed from the start. What a nightmare. How horrible. Blah, blah, blah. Because my daughter and I set out from the beginning to make this a grand adventure, we had the absolute very best time ever during these five days with all of that stuff going on. So now I want to tell you all of those things again, but with the perspective that my daughter and I had. So we left here to go to the Atlanta airport. Our flight was delayed by an hour. We ended up being able to spend the night in Dallas in a bougie hotel that the airline paid for. Thank you, American Airlines. And had so much fun that night in this fancy hotel and met this lovely, lovely woman, Linda. Linda, we love you, who shared her cab with us from the airport to the hotel. We heard her story, got to know her a little bit. She was fantastic. The next morning, we met David from Dallas, our car service man, who was an Israeli special forces military man who at 6 a.m., told us so many incredible, amazing, funny stories in 20 minutes from the 20-minute drive from the hotel to the airport while getting pulled over for running a stoplight that I told him was okay to run because it wasn't changing. And just the happiest, loveliest man ever was so chill about everything, was just so patient, was so funny, best personality, best experience. We loved meeting David. Then had a great flight into Portland. We were able to see my brother for a little bit, but didn't invade his apartment. Went straight to the resort and the cabin got checked in because the next day we didn't get a lot of time snowboarding on Monday. We were able to sort of ease into learning how to snowboard and we were able to spend some time with my brother in the cabin and kind of hang out. And that was really nice. And we wouldn't have really gotten that had we been at the resort all day. And it would have been really, (laughs) we would have been really, really tired. Then unfortunately, it wasn't great that my brother wasn't feeling well, but when he went back to his apartment in Portland, it gave my daughter and I so much amazing time together in the cabin. And then the next day, it was just the two of us on the mountain learning how to snowboard. And it was It was just the best, you guys. It was the very, very best time that I've had all year spending with my daughter. And we laughed. We did things that were hard, very hard for me, not as hard for her. We were brave. We conquered some fears. And we really experienced snowboarding the way we wanted to experience it. It was fantastic. Even cracking a rib, you guys. While it hurts so bad right now, I am so happy that that happened and not 
breaking a leg or an arm or getting a concussion or God forbid anything else. Because by the way, I suck at snowboarding. I'm so bad. I knew that I have never really been flexible, but holy hell, (laughs) it was proven in spades how unflexible I am and how bad I am at snow sports and athletics and all the things snowboarding. But even with all that, the fact that I only cracked one rib and, you know, that was kind of a miracle, not going to lie. And I'm still had a great time and was able to drive and get us back here and all of that. So I was very, very thankful that that's all that happened, given how many times I fell and how many times I busted my ass on the bunny slope, which by the way, at Mount Hood, the bunny slope is no joke. There's a huge ski lift going up the bunny slope. They call it buttercup. I think just to be ironic, because it was, it was intense. And I attempted it twice, snowboarded maybe a fourth of the way down it both times, and then said, fuck it, and walked the rest of the way down the mountain. The other amazing thing that happened because I cracked my rib is my daughter, after the second time of us going down, she was starting to get the hang of it, and she really wanted to try it again. And I was like, honey, I definitely think you should go again. I said, but I'm so sorry. I can't. She was like, no, no, no. Absolutely, mom. You cannot go again. It's fine. But she was so brave to go by herself and do the chairlift by herself and ski down that mountain or snowboard down that mountain by herself. She was brave to do it for for many, many reasons. And because she did it and she faced a couple of her fears, she was so, so proud of herself. And that made me so proud of her. And it just made the end of the day so perfect and so great. And so for that very reason, I'm so grateful I cracked a rib, you guys. I'm so grateful I cracked a rib. Then coming home while we were flying through a lightning storm, literally there was lightning all around the plane, all around us. It was the smoothest flight. I don't know how this is possible, but we were flying into Atlanta and what they were having down on the ground was insane lightning, thunder, rain, and hail. We were up in the air. There was lightning all around us, but it was the smoothest flight. There was no turbulence. And because of the hail and the rain and everything happening on the ground, and because we had to circle for so long up in the air, by the time we landed and got in our car to drive home, the whole storm had passed. So we did not end up having to drive home at three in the morning in a terrible rainstorm and thunderstorm. And so that was fantastic and amazing. And then we got home, yes, while it was a shock to be locked out of the house and a little a little insane to be walking around our house with our phone flashlights trying to see if there was an open window, which I knew there wasn't, Googling how to pick a lock with bobby pins. The fact that we were able to truly get into our back door, our garage door, using a credit card, which is something I didn't think was legit and real. I thought it was just something in the movies that you saw. We got in. Once we tried that, which by the way, was my brilliant daughter's idea. Once we tried the credit card situation, it took us 20 seconds to open the door. It was a little scary if you think about it too hard, but it was amazing and brilliant and so hilarious. And it was just kind of the perfect way to end this vacation. So if you think about both of those stories, the very first time I told you about our vacation and all the 
just the facts that happened. But then you think about the second way I told the story, which is my perspective and my daughter's perspective on how this trip went. It really kind of proves how important perspective on your life really is. Now, I do want to caveat that when I say this and when I talk about perspective and how important it is, I'm only talking about 90% of life and experiences that happen in life because there are still those 10% of experiences that no matter what perspective you have, still cause stress and anxiety and trauma and fear because there are real things behind what's happening. So for example, in this situation, it was our vacation. We didn't have any emergencies. There weren't any life-threatening situations that we had to get to, to cause anxiety of plane delays or being late to things. So if that is the case, if you are about to go on a trip or you need to get to someone because of an emergency, or you need to get away from someone because of trauma or anxiety or stress, that's this 10% of life that I'm not talking about right now. Okay. Cause that's all legitimate. And no matter what perspective you have, that is real fear, hard trauma that you can't change and you just have to push through and, and survive. Okay. So I'm not talking about that 10%, but you guys, the re- the other 90% of life, I really truly believe that it's all about your perspective, whether you're going to enjoy life and find the beauty in it and find the adventure in it, or you're going to just be wrapped up in the muck and the mire and the stress because you're only focusing on the cancellations and the delays and the changes in plans and the lockouts and the storms around you. If you're only focused on those things, then you're going to miss the Lindas and the Davids and the brave accomplishments and the beautiful time spent with each other and the beauty in the journey. You're going to miss it all because you're so focused on the delays and, and the shit that is seemingly happening to you. If you're so focused on things that are happening to you that you can't see that your life around you is happening for you, then you really are going to miss out. And it's really going to be a hard, hard life. If you have never thought about it that way, then I hope that hearing this and thinking about just a flip in your perspective on your life and on your situation and on what is going on around you, maybe that's enough to really allow yourself to take a breath in the moment and to pause and to really figure out how to move forward in your day, in your week, in your year, and in your life in a different way that will help you to see the beauty that is all around you. If you can just look past what's right in front of you. Does that make sense? I I might be rambling here, but in my head, I feel like so often we get wrapped up in what's right in front of us that, which again is the delayed flights, the, the closed resorts, the canceled plans, the shift in what's supposed to happen or what we want to have happen that 
when that's right in front of us and that's all we're looking at and we're not allowing ourselves to stop in that moment and take a breath and look beyond that to really embrace what actually is happening for us in those moments, if we're just doing that, then we're missing so much. And it's really not that hard, you guys, to pause and take in what's going on around you so that you don't miss all the wonderful adventures and you don't focus so much on the bad. And even, you know, it's funny. I mean, even as I tell, have been telling my friends when we got back and my sister and my dad and telling them about the trip, again, it's so fun for me to relive all of the little experiences that happened because in the moment, my daughter and I just, I mean, we, we had so much fun in the adventure of what was happening around us. I mean, we were sitting in the airport in Dallas at 6.30 in the morning on Sunday and randomly from the day before, we had the phone number to the taxi driver that Linda shared with us to go to the hotel. So we called him to make sure that he picked Linda up and that she was safe at the airport. And he was on speaker. She was in the cab. She heard us. She got our number from the taxi guy. She texted us while we're in the airport. And it was it was such a great experience. Like we would never have met Linda and had that text exchange and that whole conversation the night before and met a new friend in Philadelphia had our flight not gotten delayed and we not had to spend the night in Dallas. And so, you know, that's a memory we'll, my daughter and I will always have. We will always remember Linda. And I'm just very, very grateful for this reminder that life 90% of life is perception and how you are perceiving what is going on around you and what's happening to you and what's happening for you. And if you're going through a hard season in your life, give yourself grace for the 10% that is just shit, right? It, there's 10% of life that is just shit and it is what it is and there's nothing you can do about it except survive it. We all have it. It just is what it is. And so give yourself grace for that and allow yourself to do whatever you need to do to survive that. But don't get stuck in that 90% of life because you can't or are unwilling to change your perspective and see the beauty and the adventure in what's going on around you in your life and with your people and in your community. Because that is... That's what makes life so great and so special and so beautiful. And that's the hope that I've talked about before that I have for my future life. That's the hope that I have for all of us in the next year, five years, 10 years, 50 years. And it's the hope I have for my children. It's the hope I have for all of my people that we can all have the, the right perspective And when I say the right perspective, I mean the perspective that you can see beyond what is happening right in front of you to focus on what that moment is trying to teach you in the big scheme of things and what that situation is doing for you and how that moment is unfolding to change your life, whether it's in T-tiny small ways or big dramatic ways. So I am really looking forward to this 
next week and just seeing what all happens and seeing how my perspective is going to change because of this past week's adventures. I'm super excited about what the future holds for me and for you. And I would love to hear from you guys if there are situations that you were looking at in your life through one lens that maybe was negative or not so pretty or hard and you were so focused on the bad, but by changing your perspective about that situation, you're able to see the good and see other things in it. I would love to hear your stories. Like I just, I find those stories absolutely fascinating. And, and if you have always had this perspective in your life, if you can see the good through the bad, please share those stories with me too. And thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being that person. The world needs more of you. The world needs more people who can see the good through the bad and share that with others because sometimes it's hard to see. And sometimes it does take hearing someone else's perspective or take on a situation to make you realize, oh, wait, if I just look at it slightly differently, it's not so bad. If I just think about it in a different way, if I just talk about it differently, a lot of things can change. Let me know. I I really, really would love to hear your stories because I think they're all fascinating. And and those are the amazing stories that can change lives and can change the world. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to The Next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back if you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. You don't have to tell me. I won't mind. It's fine.